another episode of Cine Talkies. I'm Nishtha and I'm Himanshi and today we are going to talk about uh I was thinking we could talk about your new dog. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, he's outside because he wouldn't have let me record in peace inside. He's very notorious and very loud. Yeah. They're so nice at that young age. What did you name him? Oh, is it a him or am I just assuming? <laughs> No, it's a him. Uh okay. I named him Dobby. Oh, he loves socks. He, oh, I was I was going to be like, "Oh, Dobby, like a cute but weird quirky character in a now weird and quirky <laughs> universe, but yeah, socks wala reference works as well." So Dobby was weird. J.K. Rowling is weird, man. She's pulling up so much shit, Ashkal. Exactly. People are like saying we wouldn't tell our kids that J.K. Rowling wrote <laughs> Harry Potter. But Wait, did you know? I was reading about it. Did you know that so many actors, authors, and like uh, other performers wrote like fifty exactly fifty actors, performers, and some authors. they wrote a letter in support of jk rowling ki she is a bichari woman who is being attacked unnecessarily on the internet and the hate she is receiving is not like in not good or whatever not in tandem with whatever she said matlab yeah social media hate is never in tandem with what is said matlab outrage is next level but i just love ki there are so but many but you can't justify that either Yeah, I mean, such big people have like yeah, yeah, the oh my god, I am forgetting the name of that guy. I don't from really X-Men. want to know who all said what because you know I like things before J.K. Rowling made those statements. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> But. it's sad and uh, the good thing is that the movie people uh, harry potter and uh, the harry potter movie people wow harry potter i just i wanted to say daniel radcliffe and i just said harry potter i mean <laughs> way to obliterate yeah. the poor man's career he has played so many other characters and i have seen so many other movies but i just said harry potter great <laughs> but yeah harry, uh, daniel radcliffe and emma watson and everybody you know they came out in uh, uh in support of the trans community and that's good that's yeah actors being nice boys i love emma watson man i love her emma watson is so cool <laughs> uh, emma watson was uh, did you watch little women no <laughs> Even I haven't seen Little Women yet, but that is because I'm I've waiting to read it first. I've heard a lot about first. it though. Yeah, I I can't I can't read so many books, man. I really appreciate that you read so many books. I can't. Yeah, I try to I try to read a lot of books, but I just I end up reading very little, and like I'm glad that I have been able to maintain this uh, facade that people think I read a lot. when actually i'm just like average 7th grade ki bachchi reading tintin and stuff so i'm i'm glad <laughs> tum sabko maine ullu banaya hua hai no 
I've seen you read a lot. I don't. I I always <laughs> prefer watching the movies. Ah, yeah, Priya and I had a talk about like book to movie adaptations. Ab mere ko lag raha hai I should have had that talk with you. It would have been more interesting. Priya agreed with me ki book to movie adaptations are weird and they should not be done for the most part. What do you think? स I wouldn't have read those books. I wouldn't have uh, read Game of Thrones. I wouldn't have uh, read so many other books, man. Me before you. Yeah, so I'm really glad that people are out there making movies on these books. Yeah, that's a that's a different perspective, you know. Because Priya and I both like to read for the most part. and yeah i can't i just can't read it it gets very exhausting for me yeah i have this one friend in college and she was once like uh, she was really confused she was genuinely confused she was like if you can get the entire story in 3 hours why do you want to read a book that takes like 8 hours exactly but no, don't you want good hours. experiences to weeks. be as big as as big and as long as possible like I am I was not You a, can make more episodes. You can always make more season and more episodes. That's how I want them to be, you know, uh for more time, not more pages, not more books. Sorry, yeah, I can't. But, okay. Have you do you know about Marley and me? No. <laughs> It's a it's a wonderful dog movie Himanshi I think you would love it you're the most do- you and the other Himanshi from Ooh, college are the yes, yeah Yes Marley and me uh, I've heard about it I've heard a yeah. lot about it but you guys I are the most dog loving people so I think you should yes, really I've watch that I've seen a lot of dog movies I have not seen a lot yes, of dog movies like Marley and me and Bolt are the only two dog movies I have seen I'll see Marley and me today Uh, I've seen yeah. a lot of dog movies. Uh, Bolt, I've seen. I've seen uh, Hachi. I have not seen Hachi. I've been suggesting to you for a very long time. I know. I will never I don't watch know it. Why wouldn't you watch it? Because it, it is a sad movie. So All dog it. movies are sad movies. No, it's not true. That is true. That's, the dog always dies because dogs true. do not have no. like human lives. Human no. length lives. No, it that doesn't happen in movies. Not every time. It does happen. Not in Hachi, at least. The dog doesn't die. No. Does the dog get lost like it does in Bolt? No. Then that is nice. Then I maybe I will consider watching it. पहले ये बताना चाहिए था ना. Anna. So yeah, I was saying that Marley and Me is also based on a book. Oh okay. Yes, so that is about two hundred extra pages of proper goodness. Nice. I still won't read it. <laughs> but I'll I watch think it tonight. But I won't that... read it. 
and i'm really going to like force you to read it you watch you have been suggesting uh, hachi and hachiko and whatever other okay, dog um, movies i'll read it if i'll read it if you watch hachi tonight i will oh tonight i will try to watch but you know dog movies are always so wholesome and like cute and the amount of cuteness makes me sad man because regular life is not that nice netflix has come up with this uh, new series recently i watched it last week i guess uh healing powers of dude there's this uh, dog named dude who is an emotional support dog of this person who has social anxiety not exactly social inside anxiety uh, he has the anxiety disorder proper clinical wala so it's a great movie very wholesome and very happy uh there are so many you, you just said so much stuff that doesn't apply to the general indian context and i can just imagine that a lot of people will just be like what dogs for emotional support except that is an actual thing <laughs> exactly my mother my mother was like why did you bring this dog home when you can't take care of yourself and when you are you know so lazy your life is always falling apart i'm like isn't that the time when you need somebody or something to love you but no they won't get the concept yeah it is a great humanity it's sad that you live so far i want to meet your puppy yes i even brought uh, another puppy home Piku, I named her Piku, but she was very young. So my mother gave me a big guilt trip that you brought her home. तेरे को पाप लगेगा और पता नहीं क्या क्या हो जाएगा. तो उसे वापस छोड़ के आए. Oh, but she nice, was very nice young. Shit, yeah, that is sad. Yeah. This is this is bumming me out. Let's move on to the next segment. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to the next segment where we are going to. have an actual professional whose life is not falling apart with us okay hello and welcome back to the second segment uh we are very excited to introduce the guest in this segment uh this is someone really incredible someone with an intimidating resume uh no drum rolls because we don't have the budget for that uh but <laughs> this is sunit sana Sunit is the founder of Pet Project Films. He has written and directed several short films like Priceless, Virus, Pratihinsa and Subha Ke Pehle. He has also written and directed a feature film called Runge and apart from these in his never-ending CV uh there are a whole lot of ads and plays. So the first question uh I would like to start with is Sunit how does it feel being so inspirational, motivational and frustratingly productive at the same time? i'm happy you uh, look at it that way i'm happy that you know um uh if my work you know um, could inspire you know some people my audiences and uh, i'm glad to be here i'm uh, glad to be talking to you right now thank you so much uh okay so sticking to the main questions with the content and value uh yeah the first thing i'd like to ask you is what was the motivation be- uh, behind pet project films like why did you feel the need to start your own company 
Well, uh, more than motivation, I would say it was, you know, uh, you know, I had a compelling reason uh, to get into uh, direction because uh, uh, this is, uh, I think, around year 2010 or 11. And uh, I had quite a few bound scripts, you know, uh, with me. And um, I didn't know what to do with them okay. because I had approached some of uh, filmmakers, some directors in Mumbai, and I was waiting for something to materialize. And I kept waiting and nothing happened. So um, I thought someone has to make my film. So then I seriously start giving um, this a thought. Like, well, can I make, can I go ahead and make uh, uh, films? So uh, that's when I started making short films. When I started making short films, then, uh, I mean, having, uh, you know, company, it's more of, you know, uh, uh, necessary, you know, uh, evil, I should say. Okay. Uh, because see, I mean, I, as an artist, as, as a filmmaker, or, you know, even as a theater director, I mean, you want to do your work, you want to write, you want to direct, you want to work, work with actors, but to have a company, uh, it becomes uh, important uh, because uh, anything that you do commercially, you know, you have to then file your returns, pay taxes. Yeah. And also, um, it is important from various other po uh, you know points of view. Like, uh, if you want to get uh, the title of your film registered, yeah, that can happen only with a producer's body in Bombay, and for that you you know have to have a company. Okay. So. Uh, so yes, uh, when um, we started uh, Pet Project Films, uh, when I thought of the name Pet Project Films, I mean, it simply means that something close to your heart. So I would want to do something that's close to my heart. I would want to make films on subjects yeah. uh, that are close to my heart. So that's how the whole you know, idea you know, uh, came about. Okay, so do you think this also gives you a sense of like creative freedom? Uh, having your own company rather than uh, directing someone uh, directing with someone else to say you know um, yeah I mean that might happen in the future I mean I don't know uh, I could be you know just working as a director for another production company but yes uh, when you know uh, I started out uh, I started out with the idea of having you know complete freedom to do what I wanted to do, the you know, the uh, films that I wrote, the films that I have made till now. So yes, freedom, definitely. But all this, you know, comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how did you start Pet Project Films? Like what was Pet Project Films' first film? And how did that come about? Well, our first film under um, the Pet Project Films banner was a short film um, titled Virus. Yeah. And um, so, uh, I mean, it was as simple as that, uh, you know, uh, I wrote this script. I was in a, you know, a tearing hurry to make a film. Okay. Okay. And uh, so I had made a price list before that, but that was, uh, you know, a workshop film. So uh, it was like the film has, had also traveled to various film festivals. So uh, I had to make my second short film. 
and then uh, that's when I wrote the script of virus and uh, I was in a hurry to make the film and uh, then I uh, spoke to my uh, colleagues my friends from the workshop I involved them in the you know whole process and that's that's how we you know uh, went ahead okay and so what have you learned something since then like when you were starting out what is something that you did as a part of your process that you think was that you now think is not a good idea in retrospect like something that you would advise people not to do when they're just starting out in this field yeah um not to be in a tearing hurry okay to uh, start shooting yeah okay so um see the whole process you know takes its own time so when you write a script um spend good enough time uh, on it um uh, narrate the script to various people uh, then take a break go back to it rewrite if you want you know if you feel like you have to do it i mean give it enough time and then when you are planning to shoot a film uh, pre production stage is very important where you know uh, again you need to prepare you know um, you have to be 100 per- 150% you know ready um, you know before you know you actually uh, the film actually goes goes on the floor so that is something you know i wouldn't do uh, now i wouldn't be in a hurry to uh, you know sh- shoot a film i would uh prepare you know what i had prepared you know uh for virus i would prepare at least 10 times more than that okay okay yeah pre production is something that uh is very important also and i think that is uh, where student cinema actually thrives in pre production because since student cinema, cinema doesn't have all those big budgets or even a small budget for that matter some most of the time yeah so pre production and writing is actually where correct, uh, correct. it can work so yeah, himanshi is a script writer screenwriter she writes very well yeah absolutely uh, we recently had an activity where she performed very mm-hmm. very well and uh, mm-hmm. so i just gave her yeah. a shot <laughs> we can say that uh, yeah uh, i wanted to ask you i wanted to ask you that you have like uh, worked with other directors and then you started your own company so what was the difference in your experience with working with them and working for other writers like now you have your own company so you work with other writers and you put their writing into the films so how has the experience been how different has it been see till now uh, you know with uh, pet project films i mean all the films that i have made uh, for pet project films uh, the scripts have been written by me so uh, i haven't really you know uh, another writer so to say as a director but yes as an actor in mumbai you know i have uh, worked with various teams various writers you know uh, various directors and uh, uh, the experience has been you know like always uh, uh, like very good and uh, i have always learned working with them and uh, yes i mean even now i'm like you know uh, learning on the set or off the set yeah so uh, can you tell us something uh, 
about your early days in Mumbai. What is one memorable project or something like that? See, I'm in Mumbai. I see. I when I uh, shifted to Mumbai, that was in uh, 1995, beginning of 1995. So I was an actor then. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of uh, directing a film or anything. I um, so and I was pretty, you know, serious about my craft. So um, uh, in Bombay, I was pretty. I was very lucky to find work uh, early on. just in you know a month's time in bombay in uh, 1995 i you know um, found my first uh, job work and then from then on uh, like uh, you know i did trikal for it was a daily soap then i did uh, farz for uh, nimbus then uh, gatha you know for cp films i had the you know the privilege to work uh, with uh, ramesh sippy and sanjeev upadhyay sanjeev upadhyay was my director in trikal also so um yeah it was um, um and those times you know uh, you know were different you know uh, i'm talking about the phase uh, when uh, the saas bahu series uh, you know hadn't uh, yeah. come onto the scene yeah so uh, we were doing some uh, serious you know good stuff on television i we have seen some of the those good uh you know uh wholesome content wale shows that are completely different from the repetitive nonsense that there is today and it's so sad that we have to go back in time to get good content yeah but fortunately now um, you know with uh, uh, all the sword you know um, uh, platforms ott platforms uh, yeah. with the you know, yeah. new web series i think i think uh, uh, this the scene is changing you know very fast we have some very good content now there's a lot of good content but uh, i think this is because it's still the early stages it's still the ott platforms are still in the early stages i was just talking about this last night with somebody and yeah. uh, they pointed out how this uh, balaji in ekta kapoor has also started producing and like financing uh, shows and like that are just completely like her shows on tv on ott platforms and those shows are because mm-hmm. they have such huge budgets and they are marketed so much they are getting a lot of attention like the z5 some of the z5 shows are getting a lot of attention alt balaji gets a lot of attention for its content and frankly it is yeah. a lot of the same content but just with an edgy feel so that you know it appeals to the masses yeah i i i won't be able to you know comment uh, on this because i don't i don't watch you know a lot of these web series i don't uh, yeah. watch a lot of these you know platforms yeah. i pick and choose i pick and choose my platforms and my you know uh, shows so i really can't comment on that himanshi is very upset with my statement <laughs> very upset i really like these shows that are coming these days and i don't want that to be ruined not anytime soon at least yeah this i know yeah the shows are good that's what i'm saying but uh, you know i think it's still because we should uh, i'm not an optimist so i don't think we should be very hopeful that uh, this is something that is going to remain high quality content because i'm looking at it and some of the shows are just i really liked how some stars are making comeback at this time yeah, like sushmita yeah. sen i really liked her show Arya that came up, 
and yeah. even Bobidol didn't do that bad in the latest movie. So I was hoping for a good time to yeah. come for a better time, but let's see. Yeah, we can hope. Uh, okay, so yes, back to Sunit and his work, and not to Sushmita Sen. uh so as uh as a writer we know that you write uh, for the stage for stage and like theater as well as uh, for the screen so how different yeah how different is that and how do you like manage to flow across the two mediums quite different i mean these two spaces are like you know very different yeah. and uh, the dynamics dynamics are very different um uh and it's not easy to uh, switch from one space to another but uh, over the years um you know i have learned to uh, switch from one space to another because with me it's like you know it started from theater so it was from theater to cinema to theater to cinema now i'm doing both you know but at the same time i would like to say that uh, you know i can't do both the things at the same time if i am directing a play i can't be directing a film okay if i am directing a film i can't be directing a play it takes a little time to adjust to you know uh, yeah. th- that space yeah so it's it's uh, i mean initially but at the same time uh, i mean uh, just on a like a lighter note you know uh, it happened once that uh, like in on stage you have uh, f- uh, fade ins and fade outs right yeah uh, in cinema you have fade ins and fade outs right so i i was you know directing a play and i was looking for you know a transition a different kind of transition so i thought can i dissolve use dissolve to merge you know to you know uh, two scenes yeah and i tried that in a play called the leela tapes i was uh, directing so and it worked wonderfully well i was quite surprised by the result so yeah it has happened and it's fun um, so i i borrow a lot of things uh, now you know from cinema yeah and bring it to the stage and obviously from stage a lot of things you borrow from cinema oh but the approaches are very different you know like yeah as, as a director yeah and uh, for students you only get to that when you're like uh, like for uh, college and joining the society <clears throat> i had no experience of filmmaking and anything like in that entire field but theater is something that we all grow up doing because it's a part of our uh, it's a part of our schools it's a part of our culture mm-hmm. and i think uh, i don't sometimes i think about it that how uh, almost all of our you know uh, good actors that are not related to that are not products of nepotism come from uh, theater background and how theater acts as like uh, is today mm-hmm. not just a medium on its own but like a stepping stone into cinema into mainstream cinema yeah uh and so how does how do you think that has played out that uh, there is this uh, how do you call it that minimization or, or uh, of theater as an art form uh, how it is becoming a stepping stone and do you think that affects the image of theater mm-hmm. and the spotlight on theater itself 
Well, I don't see it that way. Uh, it's been like that um, from the very beginning. You know, uh, a lot of these actors, even uh, like, you know, if you go back, you know, a hundred years. Uh, so the the actors, when, when we started making films here yeah. in India, so they were actors who were involved in stage work, like, you know, doing acting on stage. So it's been there from the beginning. So uh, theater has been a breeding ground, a training ground for actors and also for a lot of technicians. So uh, I don't see, uh, you know, anything wrong in people uh, moving on, you know, uh, from theater to cinema or, uh, um, you know, I see it in many cases, you know, it works, you know, as a natural progression. I would say um, <clears throat> uh, a, a lot of actors, a lot of, you know, uh, some directors I know is they don't use, they haven't used theater as a stepping stone, but it's something like they uh, engaged with theater and then they started making films or acting in films, but they came back and did, you know, uh, uh, plays again. So whenever they found time to do plays, they, they came back and did plays. Because uh, even now, unfortunately, um, when it comes to uh, mature theater um, across India, I mean, you, it's difficult to survive, you know, if you're doing just theater. Yeah. So theater doesn't give you money. So you have to do something. Uh, a lot of people um, in a corporate job, a government job, a lot of people then <clears throat> start doing TV series. Yeah. A lot of people start um, doing cinema or other works. So, I mean, that's that's the truth and that's a fact and uh, you can't run away, you know, uh, from this fact. Okay. But I, I don't see any harm, you know, and, and uh, this is how it's been from the very beginning, if you see. Okay. Uh, one thing in, uh, that uh, I noticed in your work was... Uh, I think I don't remember the exact name of the movie. I think the English name is Burning Pyre or yeah, the pyre. Uh, la yeah, Lal Jalti Hai Chita. It's in yeah, yeah. Lal Jalti Hai yeah. Chita. Uh, it's a film in lyrical narrative. Mm. Yeah, correct. So, how does the, uh, it's a lyrical narrative with the uh, different shots of the city and so I have seen I have not personally seen all of your work but uh, looking at the other you mostly employ in a lot of uh, there is a lot of importance given to conversation or uh, dialogue mm -hmm. so how does that how does a lyrical narrative fit in with the rest of your filmography okay yeah i mean it was um, uh, an experimental work lal jalti hai chita uh, I'm a fiction guy. I'm comfortable with fiction. So all my all my short films and even my feature runs, you know, it's it's fiction yeah. basically. Yeah. And uh, Lal Jilti Chita is a non-fiction uh, work. It doesn't fall into uh, the documentary category. Also, you can't call it a documentary. And it was totally, you know, uh, experimentative. Um, it was just that um, after Subah Ke Pehle. And uh, I was working on the script of uh, uh, Ranj. And uh, so uh, Ranj was taking uh, 
some time to take off. We were in, you know, talk with, uh, uh, you know, a big producer and finally didn't materialize, you know, with him uh, because there were too many conditions. Uh, and, um, you know, we wanted, you know, free hands basically to make, you know, our first feature. So while we were waiting, so uh, um, I told my uh, pre that, you know, let's let's do something. You know, let's we have to get out and shoot, make something. You know, so um, so I had written yeah. this poem, uh, the pyre, the burning pyre, and it was in English. So um, and I wanted to make something uh, in Hindi, and that's what I always do. So uh, yeah. So I asked uh, you know a theatre colleague of mine, Raju Singh, uh, to help me with the Hindi uh, translation yeah. of it, and. Uh, so when we had the Hindi narration ready, so we had the idea, the concept of it, and we, uh, you know, worked out a basic, you know, uh, uh, what should I say, sketch of how we're going to go about, you know, shooting. You know, so Bhavpreet and I would spend, you know, days uh, on the streets of Delhi in different parts of Delhi shooting, following the basic, you know, uh, skeleton you know, that we had on paper. So, um, that's how it happened. So, uh, once we edited, we put the narration and um, so, uh, it's interesting, I find very interesting. It's something uh, that uh, I never thought of doing. Yeah, it's definitely a Um, unique film. Yeah, I never thought of uh, making that film. And in fact, uh, the fact that, you know, I, I like to be in control and that's why, you know, I, I'm comfortable with fiction. On the third or fourth day of the shoot, you know, uh, when we were out, Bhavpreet and I, I was losing patience. I was losing. I was getting so restless. So I told Bhavpreet, you know, should we continue? Huh? Should we? I mean, what are we doing? You know, so I'm not too sure, you know, about what we're doing. So Bhav said, Ki, okay, we have seen, we have begun, we have started, we have to finish it. I said, Ki, okay, fine. So that's how. So I was getting very restless in between. That this unsurety is very common in filmmakers. Like, even when we go out for shoots, we think, is our idea good enough to, you know, shoot? Or should we bring another idea? Should we drop this one? Should we relocate or anything? So, what are your, what made you keep going? And what was, what is the advice that you like to give? us the filmmakers the newbies <laughs> yeah see i mean uh, when it comes to my other uh, work like uh, short uh, short fiction films and the feature so uh, i had the scripts with me okay so uh, i was pretty sure of the scripts so i never felt restless or insecure or uncertain um, when i was shooting those films Okay, then it was a different kind of challenge to work with actors to, you know, get your shots right. But with Lal Jalti Chitab, because you can't have, you know, uh, you know, a proper script, you know, you have to go go with, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, pointers, basically, that this is what I want to shoot, this is what I, because it's non-fiction. And uh, so, uh, as far as your question is concerned, like being unsure, 
uh, again, I, I would go back to the script. If you're very sure of your script, you'll never uh, feel unsure when you're sh you know, shooting the film. So uh, you should uh, spend a lot of time on your script. Yeah. And a lot of time uh, uh, doing uh, the pre-production work. A lot of time uh, getting the cast, the right cast in play. Because uh, in place, because um, if you have the right cast, you know, a lot of, you know, things are taken care of. Because see, a, a filmmaker, a director collaborates with, you know, different talent. So actors, you know, that's one, uh, you know, a cinematographer or uh, the, a sound designer, you know, different, you know, uh, people. So if you have the right crew and the right, uh, you know, actors, a lot of you know pressures off your shoulders yeah and you can focus on your shots getting the shots right yeah uh you mentioned your uh, feature film ranjan uh, this is something i wanted to ask you how did he, uh, you make this uh, transition from uh, shooting or making short films to this feature film like how did ranj come about when Ranj, when I started working uh, on the script, uh, th uh, this was also supposed to be a short fiction film. Okay. And uh, uh, the film is set in a village in Punjab and Delhi. So I had to travel to, uh, you know, uh, some, you know, villages in Punjab, southwest part of, you know, Punjab. And I spent a lot of time there meeting people and while I was doing that you know uh, uh, I kept you know building on the story a lot of new elements you know uh, were you know uh, subconsciously I brought in a lot of new elements characters situations this and that so after a point in time you know after doing a lot of research work you know I realized that this could you know uh, be a feature you know, this is, I, uh, you know, this can't be a short film any longer. I won't be able to do justice. So that's when, uh, you know, I, then I start working the script and uh, okay. that's how it, it all started. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, as we end this segment, as we must, because uh, life is short, uh, would you, this is something that we do with every director. Uh, you have to recommend three films that are either uh, very important in, to you in your life or you feel uh, that should be seen by everyone in the world. Well, I mean, um, there are many films, many, many, many films, you know, um, but uh, I mean, what comes to my head right now, Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start with, uh, you know, our Satyajit Ray, yeah. his first film, Sir uh, Panchali. Yeah. Then uh, another one, uh, one of my most favorite directors, Martin Scorsese, his film Taxi Driver. Yeah. Um, and uh, then uh, uh, this, you must have heard of Gaspar Noe. Yeah. So his his film Enter the Void, which really you know blew my mind when I watched it for the first time that I mean uh, that was an amazing you know experience watching that film so um, and when you're watching you know uh, a film 
Uh, yeah. Well, I think one should follow directors, like, you know, watch all their films. Yeah. So that's very important. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so thank you so much, Sunit, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Uh, to all our listeners, please tune in next week for the next episode of Cine Talkies. This episode of Cine Talkies was hosted by Nishtha and Manchi. Cine Talkies is mixed by Makubhai and edited by me, Shivanke. Cine Talkies is produced by me, Shivanke, in association with Phil Pantra. 